So welcome to the Global Discussion, discussions with creatives, leaders and thinkers. I'm delighted to be joined today by Alan Hennessy, the digital mentor. Alan, you're very welcome to the podcast. And let's begin by asking you to introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about your journey and a little bit about all the great things that you're involved in. So over to you, Alan. Thank you, Simon. Um, it's a pleasure to be here and an honor as well. Um, my name is Alan Hennessy, the digital mentor, and it does exactly what it says on the tin. I help people to uh, navigate the digital landscape. So I'm a digital marketing consultant, trainer and mentor, and uh, also recently a best-selling author of uh, my new book as well. So I'm really delighted with that. It's another string to the bow, as they say. <laughs> Well, you do an awful lot in terms of podcasting yourself. I know you do broadcast on radio. You have the book, your training companies, and you're, you know, you're helping people in this ever-expanding digital landscape. So uh, you've obviously seen a lot of change, maybe pre-post-pandemic, or whether it's just change in general. We're on the, the advent of the AI tools getting bigger and stronger. Um, so what's your current viewpoint from where you look at it? And what are people struggling with today? What do you find yourself helping people with as a digital mentor? Well, I think, you know, as you say, in, we've had the pandemic and that was that was a huge curveball that threw a lot of people out of that sink and they sort of had to think digitally. So, it, you know, it was great in a sense for us and, 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 and you know, in that respect of business wise, it was fantastic. But I think um, over the last, especially over the last two years, I've noticed that there's, a, there's been a huge turning point with regards to engagement and with developing relationships online. And I think that is a key important part because, as, you know, as much as we've thrown content out left, right and center, and we promote ourselves in so many different ways, I think it comes back to engagement and it's about connecting with, I suppose, with customers, clients, collaborators, whatever it is, influencers that you're in the market to do. So I think that's a huge, huge part, especially digital over the last two years. But like, as you say, we're in the advent of AI and I think this is so exciting. It really is. It's so exciting. Now there's, I've heard, I've, I've listened to both arguments that, you know, oh, it'll take jobs away. And it'll take, but I think it's just going to really enhance what we do. It's going to help us, you know. And I think where we've got to look at the types of, say, AI is, is we, it's another tool to use. Because at the end of the day, you know, and I've spoke to many, many di digital marketers over the years. And one stands out in particular is Brian Kramer. And he has, has this you know, movement of H to H, human to human. And I think that's what it is. And I think all of these AI tools, as much as they're fantastic and they can do so much for us and they can help us so much, it still has to have that human input and it still has to has, have that human touch. And I think that's the key important part to remember with this. So it's, it's a, you know, it's, we, could, we can never be replaced by machines. They can help us to develop but I think that at the end of the day, that the AI is going to be an added benefit to a lot of people in respect of what they do and help them to be more creative. But we did a number of research projects on it over the last, I suppose, the last couple of months in regard to it. And the thing that kept coming back was this is the emotional connection that was missing 
it was it was giving us great content it was giving us fantastic con content to deliver and to you know to tweak but it just missed on that human connection and that emotional connection so i think that's where it has to be sort of as a guide use it as a guide more so than anything you know yeah no that's an excellent point because um some people are fearful some people are really mm. excited and then there's everybody else sort of somewhere in between and of course there's a there's a large segment have no idea what we're talking about but yeah in in, in terms of the collaborate collab sorry in terms of the collaboration and a collaborative approach to using it as a tool or another tool in that marketing tech stack i certainly buy into that uh, ethos um but the other thing you've mentioned two other things that you've mentioned is about the human side whether it's human to human or just that human engagement mm. and that sort of you know that emotional cut through and you mentioned your book at the top so i'm going to bring it up alan because you you your new book uh, solving the digital marketing jigsaw puzzle it does feel like we've got a jigsaw puzzle at this moment in time. So the title and the timing couldn't be any better. Mm. So could you maybe unpack the book a little bit more and just help our listeners around the world understand what the book's about and how you're helping people solve this jigsaw puzzle that is this digital marketing world? Yeah, and that's exactly, and that was the reason for the title is, is because I sort of, when I when I started thinking about this, obviously I, I train and I teach people and I mentor, you know, people that and business business people um and small business owners like that are like and th they all come back and say oh i just don't understand the, the different concepts and, and what how they all mix together and how they come together so i says okay well really what it is is it is a jigsaw puzzle and you know you can see this fantastic image on the front of a jigsaw puzzle but when you open up the box, there's a thousand and one pieces or a thousand pieces of whatever it is inside and you have to put it together. So really the basis of why I wrote the book was is, is to help people to get them, get them into the mindset of digital marketing, that it doesn't have to be as complex as what people think it is. A lot of people say, you know, oh, there's so much in this. I don't know where to start. I always go back to the same scenario of you know, start with where your customers are. And that's where you work, where, that's where you do that. But the whole idea of the book was, is to write it in such a way that you build on each chapter. Each chapter helps you, you're, you really, it's not a case of a book of where you can jump into chapter 10 and say, yes, after reading it, yes, you can. But the idea really behind it is, is, is that when you re start to read the book is, is it's building blocks. So it's a mindset, it's the concept, it's the mindset, it's the branding, it's all these different aspects. And I try to explain it as a, in simple English. So it's not, you know, full of acronyms or it's, it's full of, you know, like really I have to do this and I need to buy this piece of software. It's the simplicity of it. So, so it's really trying to break it down and help people understand of the process that they need to go. And the great thing about and the reason and one of the great aspects of this book is, is if you're reading it for the first time and you're new to digital, it's going to help you. It's going to give you that insight to be able to move to the next, you know, the next phase of your career or, or the of your campaigns or whatever it may be. But the great thing about it is, is you can go back and use this book 
for individual campaigns. And that's the key to it. So it's it's sort of it's a two dimensional book in a sense in that respect of it. But there's there's so much content in it. Um, I've really tried to simplify it in regards to even like simple things like SEO and keyword research and what platforms do what and how they do it. Then the type of content and how you should develop that content. There's a number of case studies in there um, from really really you know, from small businesses right up to corporate entities and stuff like that. So, and there's there's bonus content, there's downloads in the book and everything that you can use. There's even a mini course at the end of it as well. So there's there's a huge amount of information in there that will help people. And, you know, and I love to hear it's working. And I, and, and I have people that have come back and said, I've actually started to implement a lot of the, the, the you know, the, the topics that you talk about in this so it's it's been a real you know labor of love as much as anything else but you know and I'm like you Simon I write a lot of blog posts and I started writing this book I sort of went to myself oh hold on I can expand on this even more and I can expand on this again even more so it's a great it's a great way it's a great opportunity to do that yeah and of course you're bringing a lot of expertise to it and a lot of a lot of time that you've invested in the, this area of digital marketing. So on one hand, it sounds like it's it's a toolkit. People who need to get started that maybe are a little bit confused by the jigsaw puzzle that they've opened. They've got those thousand pieces in front of them. But it also seems like a, a reference book that you could go back to or apply to a specific campaign. And I do like the fact, Alan, that it's very... Um, non-jargony in terms of you break it mm. down so people understand why you're doing something in a particular way so continued success with that but of course the media empire of the digital men uh, mentor <laughs> doesn't stop there because you're also a very successful podcaster in your own right and i mentioned that you know at the top that you were uh, you're involved in radio uh you're involved in uh, podcasts of your own and i know you do um communities uh, where you bring people together on a regular basis so could you maybe share a little bit about that and why that's important and why you do those things because you have a great online community too mm. i'm i'm a firm believer in is, is that we all have something to bring to the table and i think it's very important because a lot of people have sometimes it's one-dimensional whereas what i like to try and do especially with the podcast is, is it's a platform to be able to deliver content that's relevant but also to bring in other content creators other digital marketers and share their experience because i think we all learn from each other and you know someone who says they know everything really probably knows nothing so what i always say is is like we're always learning and i've learned so much from all of the you know the digital marketers that i've sort of i've been on the podcast with and brought on and we've talked and we've chatted and stuff like that. And they've, it's been developed into great relationships beyond that. But I, I'm a firm believer in is, is that everyone has their own audience and having their own audience gives you an opportunity to be able to showcase other people's work as much as your own. Because I think there's enough for everyone to go around. And I really believe that the more we work together and we collaborate, the better it becomes, the easier it becomes for people to learn from us, but also to learn about us. And then I suppose with the community, the community, um, the 
global tea break was a really really it was i tell you how it started i was actually sitting at home and i worked from the from a box room and as a lot of people will probably listen to this and probably say yeah i know what that feels like and the walls were closing in on me one day so i just put out on twitter would anyone like to have a virtual cup of tea because we're from ireland we drink a lot of tea so instead of the coffee break it was a tea break and a good friend of mine in the states actually came on and he says yeah i'll jump on a call with you and we jumped on a zoom and i said this is fantastic so he says let's open this up to the world and see how it goes four years later we have a huge um, strong community of entrepreneurs business owners you know authors trainers you name it there's in there and it's all walks of life and it has been great because everyone has learned from each other's experience and i'm a firm believer like especially with the global tea break i know we sort of said you know we started it and we're the co-founders of it but we don't own it we i'm a i'm a firm believer in this is that the community owns it so it's as much as everyone puts into it so there's no one sort of saying oh well, you can't do this there is obviously moderators and stuff like that to keep it on track but at the end of the day no one person owns it we all own it and that's the whole idea and it's free and i'm, I'm a firm believer in that that you know it's a great way to expand your network and i i believe community is the key in everything that we do and, and i love that i love the fact that i can't believe it's gone four years so that that took me by surprise because it only seems like yesterday but um you know to start off by just putting something out there and saying does anybody fancy this virtual cup mm. of tea with me and now you have this international community online that meet on a regular basis yeah. that, that are all learning helping sharing information i mean it, it is incredible when you think about it yeah and the great thing about it is it's global like we have people who come in from the States, we have people come in from the UK, we have people from Hong Kong, we have people from New Zealand, you know, there's people get up in the middle of the night to actually do this, you know, and then there's others in Australia, South Africa, so it's global and it's, it's amazing because what you also do learn, what you also learn as well, Simon, is, is different aspects of life, and how different, you know, how different nationalities talk and speak and connect and how they, you know, in, engage with each other. And we learn so much from that because it's a great insight for, I suppose, as well for delivering content when you're putting it out online, that you understand how someone else thinks or what, what will work best for them. So it's, that's where it gives you a great opportunity. They're the underlying things that people don't realize, but actually, I suppose they're subconsciously, they're, they're, they're in the back of people's minds that we go, oh, hold on, that doesn't work with people from South Africa, or that doesn't work with someone from Ireland, you know, so there's a, there's a great ways of learning, and it just, it goes deeper and deeper every time. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think that cultural understanding uh, mm. and having your finger on the pulse of that global network uh, is to the benefit of not only everything that you put out, and but it's also a benefit to all your clients and it's benefit to everybody who's involved. So mm. I think, uh, you know, as this planet shrinks because of the digital tools that we have, it's a good thing because we can get those different views and opinions from all across the world. And uh, yeah whether it's audio or video or blogs that you mention, or whether it's the new book, um, 
you know, it, it's all uh, available to be reached from a, an, more and more of an international audience. Um, mm. So that's great. And as I always say, you know, the, the, as you know, it's, it's a good friend of mine, Howard Hughes always says, you know, geography is history. And, and it really is, we can be anywhere in the world that we want to be now. So it's a great opportunity to do this, you know? Yeah, no, 100%. Well, look, Alan, I want to change gear a little bit. And I want to ask you a few questions if I can. Oh, so okay. <laughs> I'd like to ask you about obviously somebody who's written a book, but I like to ask my guests what kind of things they read themselves. So are they constantly scouring the internet? Are they on social media? Do they listen to a lot of podcasts? Do they pick up a physical book? Is there a particular genre or author? Uh, and what are your learning styles like? So how does that work in your world? Yeah, well, I'm I'm always hungry for to learn something new. And it can be, you know, there's so many different up, different things that my my brain because I, I I believe that you know you're, you're constantly learning um I suppose at the moment um well probably one of my favorite authors is Mark Schaefer and I he's a good friend but his his con his his books are just incredible and I'm currently reading his new book and I've ordered I was actually only talking to him only a couple of days back and I actually said to him I said I've just ordered your nearly your back catalog of books and he went oh well, that's great <laughs> so but I says you know it's I've I've heard the audio books I've listened to the audio books and now I'm actually getting the physical copies of reading them but I also would read a lot about uh, human behavior and that type of uh, how how the mind works and I find that very fascinating so I'm constantly reading and trying to understand people better and help them I have a master's in NLP which is neuro-linguistic programming but so that helps me a lot to understand how I can develop content or de you know help people to further their careers through these type of processes so I'm, I'm constantly reading um and I do I, I have a number of podcasts that I listen to I have a few guilty pleasures as well but we will we'll move on from there but uh let's just say I do like a bit of Tommy and and Hector I think their their podcast is fantastic and it's a great escape as well so but a lot of uh, business podcasts I would listen to you know as well that's great. Yeah. And you mentioned Mark Schaefer, of course, who is uh, well known in uh, mm. th these circles. And I've actually, um, I'm about halfway through his new book, Belonging to the Brand at the time of mm. recording this. But it's interesting that you mentioned Mark, because we were just talking about community. And the big point in Mark's latest book is that community is basically the ultimate marketing strategy. Yeah, totally. Uh, to, yeah i mean spot on compared to what we were talking about earlier and your yeah. global tea break your international community and there's mark's latest book called belonging to the brand and he, he focuses really zones in on the importance mm. of community doesn't he yeah it is and you know and it's so true like um when we think about community we've got to th you know a, a, so the misconception of people think is is that community is the people that live in your vicinity you know within your your street or your your you know your town or whatever it is but community is so much more it's there's so many different branches of community that we can develop that we can you know really engage with and i think it's so so important 
about building a community. As much as you build your brand, you must build your community because your community are the people that are going to advocate for you or going to help others learn more about you. So your community is a huge, huge part of one of any marketing strategy. But it's also going back to, again, what I say, it's human to human. It's interaction. It's getting out and, you know, we spent two years sitting behind computers on Zoom calls. And at the time it was great and yeah, it worked, but I think people want, want to be able to go back out and talk to people. And that's about building that community again and going to and pushing yourself to go out and meet new people and find out what they do. You know, don't, I always say to people, don't go up and ask a question, you know, when you get introduced, oh, I do this and I do that. Ask them. You know, there's, the, I think the greatest question you can ask is, is what's going on in your world? When you ask that question, it just opens up and you learn so much, you know, and that's the beauty of this type, these type of things. Couldn't agree more. Um, so the other thing I wanted to ask you then, uh, as we, as we, think about community and we think about human to human again you must have uh, you've obviously met spoke to interviewed <laughs> helped lots of humans along your journey but the question I've got for you is about people that have inspired you people that you learn from you mentioned Mark Schaefer but I'm just wondering you know does that take you straight back to your childhood is it somebody you bumped into last week but when I ask you who do you admire who's inspired you what kind of people or character traits springs to mind Alan I think you know I, I love innovators. I think people who are innovative and people who speak their truth that don't, you know, try and gloss over things that they just say that sometimes, you know, and sometimes the simplest of things are probably the most profound, you know, and I, I've, I've, I admire, there's a number of people, Simon Sinek would be one, Ken Robinson would be another one. You know, it's people that just get it. And and when you when you listen, you sort of say to yourself, hold on, you know, I'm listening to Stephen Bartlett's podcast and he has interviewed some incredible people from every walk of life. But it's just listening and understanding. And I think, you know, I suppose if there was people that I would probably admire and who have influenced me, definitely Mark would be one. Um, Jay Bear would be another Simon Sinek and even people closer to home that that I work with individually and they're not big names but what they say is inspiring and what they do is inspiring and how they help others that make me go yeah that's the type of person that I want to be and that's the person that I've always tried to you know project as who I am it's personal it's friendship it's help it's being there to be able to support others and i think that's the key important part of what i do both personally and professionally i think it's so important because you want people to be able to not be afraid to ask you know a silly question or something that doesn't you know that others would be afraid to ask and one of the things i always say even when i'm doing training courses there's no such thing as a silly question because probably the person next to you is the person that wants to ask that question but too embarrassed to so just to ask it and we and we get it out in the open and we can explain it so you know they're the type of things but yeah that's great that's great and i suppose in that vein of helping people then 
um, you you obviously help with advice and you advise a lot of people. Um, but I wanted to ask you about the best advice that you've ever received. So has there been any particular advice that has stuck with you? You know, that advice where you go, I, I wish somebody had told me that earlier, or just a really good piece of advice that you has really carried you through and helped you through life. Uh, and, you know, and or is there any sort of advice that you find yourself repeating to people that you think is good to share with us here today? I think probably my biggest piece of advice um, is, is that that I've ever received is, is to stop and listen to the person that's talking to you. Listen and listen intently. Don't be thinking, oh, well, I have to be here in a half an hour or whatever. Tune in to that person and listen to what they're saying and listen to their tone and listen to the context of what they're talking about and be interested. You know, I think Del Carnegie says to be interested, you need to be interesting. You know, so I think that's the key. So I think my, 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 I suppose my thing that I would always go back to is, is, and the advice that I've always got is, is to be nice and be human and, you know, help people. Because I think when you help people, it comes back, you know, the, you'll get others, say, oh, you're giving your weight, you're giving way too much time away for, you know, for free and whatever. And they say, no, because it comes back to you. You know, it does come back. And I've learned it over the last 15 years of a very successful, you know, digital marketing agency that we work with a lot of clients. I've a lot of, you know, clients that I mentor and help and they haven't gone away. They keep coming back because it's that personalization that you're putting into it. Now, I know, look, every business you can't be you can't be personal to everyone, but you can be human and you can be talk to the person. You know, that type of, and I think that's the key that I really, really think is important to do. Yeah, and I think that you know, the point that you make about actually really listening to somebody, it's such a such a basic uh, quality, but it's such a vital quality, particularly in this noisy, busy digital world mm -hmm. that we live in, to actually hear somebody and to actually listen and to understand I think is a real strength. It's back to that human connection that you were talking about earlier. Sometimes, Alan. and sometimes, Simon, it's the simplest of things. You know, it's like when I talk about digital marketing, people say, oh, oh what do I do? How do I do? And I'm going, simplify it. If you can simplify processes, it helps you to understand and helps you to get a better feel. Because once we get overwhelmed, we, we tend to run from it. We run away from it. Whereas if we actually just stand back from it and go, okay, here's what we're going to do. Here's, this is the way we're going to do it. And I think that is much as, as much as anything is a simplifying processes that you understand that because you'll grow on, you'll, they'll grow, they'll develop over time. And they're key important, you know, things that I would say, if, if, People take nothing away from the conversation today is, is to just to simplify things when you're talking to a person or when you're trying to figure out your something yourself. Keep pulling it back, pulling it back all the time. Once you start doing that, you start to see how simple it actually is and how not as daunting as what, it, what the task may be, you know. I like that. Removing the complexity from something and actually mm, getting down totally. to the brass tacks, the clarity. Yeah, very much mm. so. So as we look ahead, uh, as you plan the next month, the next six months, the next 12 months, 
what does that year look like for you? Do you do you plan ahead that far further? Do you do week to week? How does the planning work for you? And what are you hoping to achieve over the next six to 12 months, Alan? Um, well, I, I do plan. I do have a structured plan that I try and do. Like last year was to write the book. This year is, and even last year writing the book, I ended up having to develop a, a whole brand, a whole new brand, and everything around the digital mentor around. So that was that was quite a a big feat. So, but from doing that last year, it's taught me how to self-publish a book. It's taught me how to, you know, build a personal brand as much as anything. So while I was doing that, I was very strategic i started no documenting all this so that's one of the things i'm going to be developing this year is a marketing course for building your own brand that's so that's one and um, the other is is i've just um released the i've just launched a new uh, digital mentor podcast so i'm going to be working on that and that's that's uh, that's going to be great I'm, I'm really looking forward and excited about that and I'm also planning on writing a, another book this year. So loads going on. But I suppose, that, yeah, I would firm believer in that you have to have some sort of plan or structure for your year. It doesn't, you know, don't, what I try and say to people is, is don't try and make it that so it's, an untain, it's unattainable. You know, within reason, understand it. I know what I can do. I know what time I can dedicate to it and, and then I start to structure. And then what I do is, is I break it down month by month. And I say, okay, in this month, I'm going to achieve such and such. And that's how I sort of have always worked. And I think that's the, that's what, well, that's what my plan is now for the next year. And also to really to start to develop the uh, digital mentoring um, and also the training element of what I do, because I know that people um, would benefit from it. One of the things that strikes me when you're talking there, Alan, is it it's almost as though you 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 remove the overwhelm from it. I'm sure there's a lot of hard work behind mm. the scenes that nobody sees. But the way you've described it there is it's quite quite methodical, quite planned out, quite strategic in one sense, but also not overly complex that it becomes this overwhelming to-do list. That's that's how it's coming across to me. It seems mm. very measured uh, and very thought through. Yeah, I think of in anything that I do or anything that I share online, what I always think about is, is if I was reading this or if I was looking to start this, how would I do it? And I ask the questions that that person would ask first. And that's how I work a system, because I believe that's the way to, Like, because I know when when I was, you know, going back to years ago when I was in school and stuff like that you would be taught through textbooks you'd be taught this is how you do it and that's great and it gives you the fundamentals and it gives you the basic you know understanding of what it is but as I've grown older and when I started off the business there wasn't people around that I could turn to that I could say how do you do this or could you give me some advice on this so that's why I simplify things now because I say to myself, because if, if someone rings me or someone asks a question, they're not going to be afraid to ask that question. And they know that there's someone that's going to be able to talk to them and help them to understand it. And I'm very, very 
as you say, methodical about that in what I do. I don't believe in overwhelming things because when you overwhelm things, as I said earlier, you run away from them. So the less overwhelming it is, the easier it is to actually to achieve the the goal or the, you know, the objective of what you're going to do. Well, look, uh, it sounds very exciting. Anybody who takes on a new book in a new year is always <laughs> adventurous and has courage. Uh, of course, you've got the new Digital Mental podcast that you mentioned. You've got the current book, which is brand new, uh, which I'm sure you're, you're out promoting and sharing. You've mm. got the, the successful agency. Uh, you've got all the consultancy work and the training. You also mentioned, I think, you're, you're putting a, a digital course together as well this year on personal branding. So mm. sounds like a sounds like an interesting year ahead, Alan. It is, yeah, yeah. It's a, <laughs> it's it's a lot of work, but it's it's great. As you know, I always say, so when when you do something you love, you never work a day in your life. And I do it. I get such a such a buzz off of when I see people learning and I see people, you know, benefiting from what I do. And, you know, at the end of the day, that's what we're here for. We're here to help each other and here to, you know, hopefully at the end of the day as well, make it, make a few quid as well along the way. But it's, it's, it's what you do. It's, you know, if you have passion in what you do, you'll always enjoy it. And I think that's the key to it. You know? Yeah. I like that. Um, and look, before we wrap up today, Alan, is there anything else that we haven't touched on that you want to bring to our international audience? Or if people want to get involved in the, the global tea break community or find out more about the book or the podcast or all the things that you're involved in, where are you sending people to? Yeah, well, uh, the if you're looking for social media management and consultancy, stuff like that, um, it's Compass Media. That's Compass with a K, uh, compassmedia.ie. But if you are more interested in the training and the mentorship programs and the book and all that good stuff and the podcast, uh, you can go to the digitalmentor.ie or find out all the details there. And please reach out and connect with me across all of the social media platforms. My, my two favorites, as Simon knows, are LinkedIn and Twitter. So you'll always find me there, either on one or the other. But LinkedIn is probably my main uh, social platform it's the one that i really enjoy and i spend most of the time there so reach out and connect with me i would be delighted to have a chat with you and uh, make sure that you uh, let me know you heard me here on the podcast as well and if you want to buy the book it's available on the website but also on amazon in paperback and also in kindle and the uh, audible version is coming soon very good are you going to read it yourself or do you have a, a voice actor or how is it <laughs> going to work on the audible alan I think I'm going to read it myself because I know when I read, when I listen to audible books, when I hear the author's uh, tone, I know because, and I, and I, I connect with it because if, if you get, and, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that there's, that it's wrong to have a voice, a voiceover person doing it, but they don't get the same feeling as you do from the author's point of view, because we're passionate about it, what we talk about. And we explain it in our language type of thing and our tone. So I think that's good. So, yeah, that's going to happen somewhere along the line over the next year. Don't know when. Well, that's a, we'll, I'm sure I'm sure I'll find an hour or two <laughs> in the middle of the night to do that. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd probably book in more than an hour or two. Anybody who I've, who I've spoken to has recorded their own audio for their own book. 
it's a big project, but it's uh, a continued huge project. success. Yeah, it's a, it is a huge project. And, you know, but look, we'll get there. We will. Listen, and that brings us nicely to the end of this ap- episode. Um, so thanks very much to Alan for joining us. Thanks to everybody for watching or listening around the world. Um, please like, follow, subscribe, do all the things I need you to do to help support this podcast. And I hope that you'll join me back here for some more discussions with creatives, leaders, and thinkers. So thank you, Alan. It's been a pleasure to catch up with you. Thank you, son. Thank you.